Welcome to season six of the Coach Pony podcast. We are here to help you get paid to coach and sometimes to find clients you just need your questions answered. In this very cheesy 80s theme season of the podcast, join me, Christy Mims, a career and business coach, and Bobby Palmer, a dating coach, as we answer your burning questions about your coaching business so you get more paying clients. Because after building six and seven figure businesses of our own, we've learned a few things. So with that, let's get down to business. Welcome back to the Coach Pony Radio Hour, and it's time for another caller. So Bobby, I'm taking a look at the call-in lines. The board is lit. So caller number one, you're on the air. How can we help you today? Hey, Coach Pony, this is Derek calling in again. I just watched Working Girl with Melanie Griffith. Great movie. She did so much. It made me realize I'm feeling tired in my business, and my next vacation is a long way away. How do I take a break and still keep my business going? Caller, I love this question because, you know, we're all in need of a break from time to time. So, Bobby, what's your hot take? Is it possible to take breaks and still keep your business going? Absolutely. You don't have to work 80 hours a week. We'll talk about how. Yeah. My hot take is yes, I agree with Bobby. It's possible to take breaks and your clients don't even know. And I want to put one quick boundary around this question in that you should absolutely take a vacation if you can, whether it's a staycation or going away somewhere. Absolutely, you are the engine that runs your business and you do need longer breaks periodically, but you can take shorter breaks easily in a way that's not going to impact your momentum or your business. So I want to unpack a few of them. So Bobby, do you want to kick it off? What's your first option? Sure. Like I said, you don't need to work the normal 80-hour weeks that new coaches usually work, right? So when you're looking at um, taking a break, think about doing a four-day work week. Think about taking Fridays or Mondays off so you have a long weekend and just shifting around what your tasks are for the week, uh, delegating where you can, or even, God forbid, just letting something go until a couple days later. Because it is, like Christy said, it's really important that you have your own time. It's so easy to get burnt out working just consistently. And this is really important to make happen. Something I say to myself a lot is, listen, I'm not saving lives here. People don't need a response from me at 10 p.m. on any issue that everything I do can wait until the next day to be resolved in every case, right? No one's life is on the line. So I love this idea of a four-day work week. And if it's hard for you to implement, consider just doing like a Friday afternoon in the beginning because that's a time when a lot of people stop checking email and stop expecting a response And then just start to add in the full Friday. A good time to test it out is over the summer because a lot of people are working 40 weeks or are out of the office regularly on long weekends and so are used to that. And with this, I'd also recommend um, putting up your autoresponder and letting clients, if you have any existing clients, know ahead of time that this is going to be implemented fairly soon. And And then making it a part of your autoresponder. So when anyone contacts you, they get an immediate update that says, hey, like these are our working hours and we don't work Fridays or we don't work Mondays. I think we often get stuck in the idea 
that people need us all the time or they want us all the time. But if, if they understand the boundaries of our work, people are very, very accommodating most of the time. So it's just, it's not that we need a response right now. We just want to understand when we can expect to hear from you. And I think that's the big thing you always have to communicate. And if people understand it's not going to be today, it's going to be, you know, on Monday, that's totally fine. Just as long as they know and they're not like, hey, why am I not hearing back? Also, if you're going to switch to a four-day work week, let people know ahead of time, a few weeks ahead of time, just so they can kind of get comfortable with it. And you can send out a few emails prepping them that it's coming. And you'd be surprised. Have you ever done this, Bobby? Have you ever done a formal four-day work week in your business? Oh, absolutely. I, I was thinking... It's not something you have to do for necessarily even an extended length of time. I mean, if you're just feeling like you need the time, do it for the next four weeks. And that way you can plan ahead for the next four weeks. Here's what you can expect from me. I love everything you said. It's so important to set the expectations. So yes, I have done that. And it's at times when I start feeling like, okay, maybe I have a longer vacation coming up, but it's a few months away. So I just like right now, in the next couple few weeks, I really need to take that extra day off. And it really does help a lot. It really does. And it's not a bad practice because wouldn't you love to do it on the long term? I think it's becoming more and more common. Some companies are permanently switching, especially smaller companies. I feel like Europe has been trialing this for a while. Mm. So it's definitely something that's out there in the ether and is becoming something we are all starting to embrace a little bit more, which is really, really important. It's not just the clients, because I know for me, Christy, I you know always feel like, oh, I have to finish this blog post or I have to do this marketing piece. Or I mean, there's always, for those of us who run these businesses, there's always something to do. That's and true. And so it is, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, it's so important to really get priorities straight and understand what really has to be done right now today and what can wait and what can be delegated. If it means your peace of mind and it means you getting a breath and as a dating and relationship coach, if it means maintaining a good relationship with your friends and family and loved ones. I drove my husband crazy with how much I worked for a really, really long time until he just kind of went like, no bueno, we're not going to be doing this anymore. And it, it really affected our relationship. So when we talk about this, Christy, we should really talk about how it maintains good relationships too with fam with, so we could spend time with them and not be exhausted and not be obsessing about what we should, quote unquote, be doing all the time. You're right. As an entrepreneur, your to-do list is going to never end mm -hmm. and you'll always feel like there's stuff to do. And part of the reason we all embraced this path is because we wanted more time with our, our friends and families yeah. and a way to design our life differently. So you got to make sure you're actually doing that. I have done a four-day work week, like a formal summer Fridays, where we announced like, hey, our company is not going to be open on Fridays for, for July and August. Um, and we did that a few years ago. And I agonized. You guys, I agonized over it because I was just like, who am I to do this? Like, then what will people do? What if we miss out on something? What if customers get upset? And then, of course, I sent a few emails out to our, to our existing students, um, and they were all cool. They were all cool. And in fact, they were delighted that we were modeling such good behavior in terms of taking some time for ourselves. So um, it's definitely something worth experimenting with. And I just talked about it as a summer Friday, but I just want to underscore, I think it's something you can implement year-round. Or as Bobby said, just anytime you really need a break and your next vacation is a little bit further away, 
just as long as you communicate effectively about it, that's all that people want and need from you. And I love the idea of modeling that behavior, right? Because here we are talking about it. And when you do it, you are actually modeling it. And everybody's okay. And then you get that, am I as important as I think I am? <laughs> right? Then, yeah. then you're yeah, like, whoa. No, not really. People no. can live without <laughs> me? Oh, my gosh. Christy, you want to go into a second way that you can take some time off? Yes, I love this. And this is a term I actually haven't heard much recently, but it was very popular in the last couple of years, quiet quitting. So one thing I think you can do and try is to quiet quit your business for a week or a month. And what this means is you don't change anything. You don't tell people what's going on externally, but you do really proactively examine your schedule, your commitments, what you're saying yes to. You rearrange, you start saying no to a lot of stuff, and you drop anything that's not ultra important or urgent and just let it sit for a little while. And it's a wonderful prioritization activity because you'll realize there's some things you're doing which aren't worth your time at all. It also creates holes in your schedule so that you can take a long lunch. So you can take a long weekend. You can take a Friday or a Tuesday afternoon off or come in late on Monday morning and start your work week in a really relaxed way. And it also allows you to just let go of some stuff that might be stressing you out. Again, you're not going to tell people, your clients externally. You might tell your team if you have one. You're just going to create sort of a space and abundance in your schedule and just let go of like those activities that don't need to be done that might be stressing you out for a week, again, a month, something, not forever, because you, you will need to, you know, come back at the wheel at some point. But it will really open your eyes to how much you can get done in a short amount of time and also um, what's really important in your business and what gets you the best results. What do you have to add to this, Bobby? So one thing for me when I decided to take a break is I was worried about my emails going out because for the longest time, I sent at least one, if not two emails every single week for like years to my list. And I thought, oh my gosh, they so count on that. And I like to do my emails the day of usually or the day before. So I was thinking if I take this time off and they're not going to get emails in their inbox and they're going to worry and it's going to freak them out and they're going to be mad at me. And no, none of that was true. So it's sort of what you were talking about before, Christy, about, you know, you take a break and you think people are going to miss you and they're going to get upset and lo and behold, their life goes on and they're fine. Whether we tell them in advance it's going to happen or sometimes we just kind of disappear because we have to for a certain amount of time, your fans, your tribe, your people are going to be just fine. So many people aren't even paying attention to you. So if you quiet quit your business, you could probably recycle some content if you really don't want to seem like you've stepped away pretty easily. And it can even be some pretty recent content. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they're paying a little bit of attention, they don't remember a lot of what they see of yours. And so there's some help in repetition too. You know what they say, repetition is good, repetition is good. So this is something I would challenge everyone to do, quiet quit your business a little bit, um, at least for a, a couple of weeks every year. It's sort of like, Uh, Some advice I got a while back from a business mentor was cancel your business credit card once a year or once every other year. And then you'll see where you have these zombie subscriptions to things you don't even, you're not even paying attention to. And it's a really easy way to recoup some money you didn't even know you were spending and to like learn what your financial situation is for some of these smaller expenditures that you kind of forget about. And so quite quitting your business is similar. It's a really great way to see what's important, what's not important. 
and at the same time, give yourself a break that you probably really need and definitely deserve. And sometimes there's, uh, there's times with my coaching that there's been particular clients based on where we are, you know, in our journey together that I want to take, you know, I want to quiet quit for a month, but I have a client or two that I just don't feel comfortable doing that with. So that's yeah. okay. So you let those couple people know if you need me, because that's part of my contract when I do private coaching. I have what I call date 911 time. And so they get a certain number of hours with 15 minute increments and it's all by phone or by text. Mm. And so those people, if you really feel, if it's going to bother you or disturb you that you feel like you're leaving them in a lurch, then extend that to them and just let them know, just so you know, for the next month, we won't be doing any private sessions, but I'm still available for 911. And 99% of the time you will not hear from them because they really respect you and they respect your privacy and they're not going to use it. But it made me feel better being able to offer that because I think they earned it. I think they deserved it. They paid for it. So it's not all or nothing necessarily. And when you quiet quit, you can still, by the way, keep up your coaching schedule too. You can just drop a bunch of other things um, or just you know move some of the coaching to alternate weeks or something a little bit. The whole point is to just free up some of your time so you don't feel like you're working a regular work week every week. It gives you that mental break of creating these spots in your calendar um, that just lighten the load and also letting you let go of some tasks or some clients that might be really stressing you out or weighing you down. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. So be creative. One last idea, combine little trips. Like if you have a, a long weekend planned, like for me, before we lived in Mexico, we vacationed here. And I would go for a two-week vacation. And I would know that one of those days each week I was going to work. So the idea of combining long weekends or combining a trip with some remote work with really strict boundaries around it. I love this. There's so many different ways to do this. You take a four-day weekend and on one of those days you work remotely and you half still get all day. the benefit or half a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really easy one to implement immediately. Um, I, like Bobby, love to travel. And so last year, I spent a month in France, a month in Utah, and a month in Washington. And I worked remotely from each. And it was fantastic. Um, I took days off in each location where I wasn't working, where I traditionally would have been working, where I at home in California. Being somewhere different, you know, there's a reason why that adage of a change is as good as a rest exists. Being somewhere different physically feels very restful. Much of the time when you're doing your work, it didn't feel as heavy, my work, or didn't feel um, like, I don't know, as I needed as much effort to do it. It just felt a lot more fun kind of being somewhere else sometimes. Even a lot of my work is fun, to be clear, like what I'm doing right now with Bobby. But sometimes, you know, we all have tasks we put off or don't want to deal with. It was absolutely, it was absolutely fantastic. These tiny minor shifts Mm-hmm. Of when you travel and combining those two things. I love that, Bobby, that you took two weeks vacations and you would plan to work one day per week each week. So you're still mm-hmm. in touch with your business, but you're getting a huge amount of vacation around that as well. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's absolutely phenomenal. I love that. But it just, it feels so good. It just feels so good. And your work will feel so different being somewhere else. And I, I just, I don't know what it is, the time zones, the scenery, all of it, it really contributes in a positive way. 
sitting in a beach chair overlooking the ocean, knowing, you know, when I'm done with this, I'm going to be walking 20 steps and, you know, hanging in the ocean. Uh, it's, it's a real different work experience for sure. So we've talked a lot, Bobby. So I want to take a break for a moment. So don't change that dial. And when we come back, we'll just have a few final thoughts for you. We'll be back right after this message. The TikTok dances, the Instagram reels, the endless LinkedIn connections. Ah, that does it. Couch school, take me away. Lose your cares in your coaching business by joining Couch School. It's free weekly business training you can do from your couch. Designed to help you start and grow your coaching business. And it's delivered right to your inbox on Sunday mornings. Pamper yourself and your business. Go to www.coachpony.com to sign up and feel better now. That's coachpony.com. Bobby, I think we should do a recap. But before we do, just a reminder, this podcast is sponsored by Chocolate and by Awesome. The Chocolate Today is a built puff bar. It's a protein bar with 17 grams of protein that I've discovered. And if you know, you know. But let me just say, they're covered in chocolate, which is part of the reason I'm eating them. I'm still on this health kick. And the awesome today is the Marketing Masterclass. If you are wondering how to get clients and you're thinking, I want to take a break, but I also want clients, then go to coachpony.com forward slash marketing and grab your seat. It's free. It's on demand. It's 14 minutes long, and it will help you learn how to find paying clients in a way that feels good to you. Coachpony.com slash marketing. Okay, Bobby, let us just quickly recap here. So three things to consider when you your vacation's a little bit too far away and you need a break, but you still want to make sure you don't take the foot off the gas too much in your business. So why don't you start? What's the first thing? First thing is summer Fridays or taking one day off a week for a certain amount of time or maybe forever. Second thing is to consider quiet quitting your business for a week or for a month so you can really see where your priorities are. And you can create some abundant time and um, delight in your daily life and give yourself a much-needed mental break. And lastly, combine long weekends or long vacations even with remote work. Just make sure that you set very, very specific boundaries around it so you don't overdo it. And you definitely can enjoy every single minute of your trip. Or staycation. Oh, yes. A staycation. Yeah. Always great. Just as mm -hmm. long as you check out of your business. With that, I want to say thank you, caller, for this wonderful question. And don't turn the dial. we got another caller coming up. Radio. 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 Thanks for listening. You're awesome, coach. <laughs>